Never be bullied into silence. Never allow yourself to be made a victim. Accept no one's definition of your life, but define yourself. Let's get started. Hey, 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 it's Coach J with a lot to say, a.k.a. Uncle Pops of the Raw Truth for the Youth and definitely you grown folks. Thank you for tuning in to Hashtag DBWT, Don't Be Wasted Talent Podcast. And this is The Construction Zone, a Hashtag DBWT series of instructional, influential information and life lessons we're going to call D-Block where we demolish, dismantle, debunk, and destroy and get rid of the dross, dingy, and discordant parts of you to be delivered to deploy deft and discipline to develop a greater you to dominate with stronger dignity and determination to do what you desire and accomplish what you deserve. So welcome to D-Block. Today's D-Block Building Brick is about self-nurturing, so let's build. get into self-nurturing okay and one thing that in order to really get into self-nurturing disproving your critical inner voice is an important step but it's not enough right since our self-esteem is uh, in part due to how others have treated us in the past we have to deal with that critical inner voice. Okay? And the second step to more healthy self-esteem is to begin to treat yourself as a worthwhile person. You have to, we've already talked about affirmations and telling yourself you're worthy, but now you have to treat yourself in the same manner. It's one thing to say it, it's another thing to think it, but you have to put it in action. You have to apply it. Alright? And in doing that, something you can do is to start challenging past negative experiences by nurturing yourself in ways that show you are vulnerable. Okay? Not vulnerable. Valuable. Alright? You want to show that you're valuable and you're competent you're deserving and you're lovable. You want to try new things that promote and show and bring enrichment to a healthy lifestyle. Reward yourself, okay? Often, I've mentioned that before, rewarding yourself for, for your accomplishments, no matter what size they are, 
big or small. Reward yourself for your accomplishments. Always remind yourself of your strengths and your achievements. You want to do this by making a list. (laughs) Here I go with more lists. But seriously, this list is everything you like about yourself. And keep mementos of accomplishments that, that, that you're proud of where you can see them. Whether they're awards or, or certificates, citations, no matter what it is. If it's about you and the greatness of who you are and you're proud of yourself for overcoming the odds and obstacles it took to achieve whatever it is, display it. Put it on display so you can see it. Right? Success says it is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And that definition didn't say shit about anything that the world has corrupted our thinking of what success is. You define your success. What that looks like and what that feels like for you. And only you. Your success is yours, not anyone else's. Also, with nurturing yourself, forgiveness is involved. You need to forgive yourself and stop beating yourself up. Everything isn't your fault. And I know that's difficult. Forgiveness is tough. Letting go is very tough. Getting over some things is very tough. I speak from experience. Trust me. And forgiveness, that that is something that I think we're, we're going to be learning about for, for a long time. But you need to forgive yourself and stop beating yourself up. And forgive yourself when you don't do all that you hope to do. But you must make a great effort and be consistent in your efforts. It's one of the things that I tell a lot of the teams and and, and athletes I train and coach, you know, that effort does not take the place of consistency. So whatever effort that you put into what you're doing, it has to be consistent. And if we're trying to heal, if we're trying to grow, if we're trying to overcome, if we're trying to elevate, if we're trying to uplift, if we're trying to be and become empowered and enlightened, you have to put forth a consistent effort. Right? That's that's for real. That's serious. Consistency. Remember, that's the key to that's the key to everything. It's the key to your relationships, it's the key to your marriages, it's the key to, to your business, it's the key to your life, it's the key to everything. Consistency. Right? You also must learn how to manage your time. I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. And, and since I've really gotten into, you know, time management and structure, I, it, I'm telling you, life is really amazing when you organize things, when you structure things. All right? It really is. And you really have you have to learn how to really manage your time. I know I did a, a, an episode uh, a little while back, 
on time management. If you missed it, go back and get it because I, I, I gave some really good information and I plan on doing more. I plan on doing more, but go back and get that one. And along with that, with learning how to manage your time, you must learn to structure your day and plan your work, work your plan, and you can't fail. And what beats failure is trying. So don't be so critical of yourself. Put forth a great effort. Not a good effort. Put forth a great effort. And increase it a little every time for everything you set out to accomplish. Right? And remember that inner voice is waiting to say something. It's, it's sitting there. It's just, it, it's waiting with bated breath. That inner voice is waiting to say something. And if it's not positive, you have to be strong and determined to retaliate with a counteract to the negative self-talk. We have to be honest. There will be moments when you won't feel so deserving to nurture yourself. And that's when you need to do it the most. Same as other life issues. Don't feel like getting that workout in? That's when you need to do it the most. Want to do something different? Or you want to do something you don't have any business doing? That's when you need to have the, the ability to say no and to refrain and restrain yourself from doing it. You have to be rational and sensible in your thinking and in your desires. Let's say that again. You have to be rational and sensical in your thinking and your desires. Because the shit don't make sense. Come on. But anyway, one of the things also that I almost lost my train of thought, but is I want treat yourself like you deserve to feel great and be nurtured. Treat yourself. Treat yourself like you deserve to feel great and be nurtured. And slowly, you should feel that power surge. Because when you start thinking a certain way, you start speaking a certain way, and then you start acting a certain way, and then you start treating yourself in a certain way, you'll start to feel that power surge. You'll really start to feel alive. You really will. Don't just do it and, and go through the notions, right? Don't just do it and, and, and just... I'm just doing something to be doing something. You have to believe it to the fullest. Believe in yourself like your life depends on it and like someone else's life depends on it because it does. Believe in yourself like your life depends on it because it does. Believe in yourself like someone else's life depends on you because it does. Everything that you do, Everything that you do, everything that you are, everything that you're becoming. Your life depends on it. Your future life depends on it. Whoever you're involved with right now, they depend on it. Whether it's your children, your family, your spouse. Believe in yourself enough. Believe in yourself in such a way 
as if your life depends on it. Because it does. And when you feel lost, when it gets tougher to push through, you must rely on your outlets and resources, especially other people going through this growth and transforming process as you are. And stay connected to those who have traveled further on this healing journey. You want to stay connected. You want to stay in touch with people that are going through what you're going through. Or people that have already gone through, but they reach back. They want to make sure that you get over. They want to make sure that you make it to the top. Because they know what, 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 what you're getting ready to go through. They know the obstacles that you're waiting for. Right? Because, like I say many times, life is a team sport. You'll never win by yourself. You have to understand that. Life is a team sport. You will never win by yourself. Dig what I'm saying? All right. At this point, let's let's take a quick break and get some water. Shake it out. Stretch, generate some energy through a little movement, then come back and jump into something else and keep this train moving. Dig it. All right. Let's take a quick break. And then we're going to come right back. Hashtag DBWT. Don't be wasted talent. The podcast. I mentioned the support system and relying on your outlets and resources. It's what I call rallying the troops or calling for backup. If that makes sense. Because that's, you know, that's what your backup system, that's what your your, your support system really is. It's, it's the troops. It's, the, it's, it's, it's your support troops. Calling for backup feeling weak, call for backup. Feeling down, call for backup. Feeling depressed, call, call for backup. Rally the troops. Because you can't get through it by yourself. Not every single time. And in this process of self-nurturing, sometimes you're going to need others to help you out Keep you, to help keep your head up, to help keep you motivated or inspired, to help you get through. Because getting help from others is often the most important step we can take to improve our self-esteem. And it, it, it can also be the most difficult. Because asking for help is difficult when your low self-esteem causes you to feel like you don't deserve it. And then there's the fear of ridicule that shrouds you. So you already have low self-esteem. You already have esteem issues. 
So asking for help becomes difficult because you don't you don't want to be ridiculed. You don't want to be laughed at. You don't want to be talked about. Because poor self-esteem is caused by how other people treated you in the past. You might you might reflect on that a little bit too much thinking about what people did to you in the past and it can it can freeze you and prevent you from calling for help from rallying the troops calling for backup you may need the people you know that that you you, you don't even think that would be a great support system but you trust me a lot of the people that you think that you don't think would be willing to help you are really the people that would be more than willing. So you're going to need other people. You're going to need the help of other people that are not and, and have not been a part of your past trauma. That's the that's the clue. That's the key. You're going to need the help of other people that are not and have not been a part of the past traumas in order to challenge the critical messages that come from those past experiences. You're going to challenge those, those old narratives. You're going to challenge those old experiences. You're going to counteract and retaliate that negative self-talk. Right? It's, it's good for you to ask for support from your truest friends. Your truest friends. Friend that can help shed light on some of those dark moments. Friend that you can speak to each other with confirming words of appreciation and respect. That's a true friend. You can also ask for random feedback from a true friend about what they like about you and what they believe about you that you do very well. This is actually, you know, one of one of the exercises that you know some people do when developing themselves to be a, a, a keynote speaker is ask for random feedback. And in this process, in this journey with self-nurturing, one of the things that I recommend for you to do is to get the feedback. Get the feedback from your truest friends. What they like about you and what they believe about you that you do very well. And of course, sometimes it's necessary to have someone you can vent with. That's a, that's that's another thing. I don't I don't want to I don't want to skip over, you know that because that that was in the back of my mind. You know, mention that you 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 you're gonna need those vent sessions. I used to be against them a lot because that wasn't my thing. I thought that was just something. You know, men men don't nobody. Yeah, yeah. It becomes necessary to have someone. Having someone who you can vent with who is not judgmental, 
but a sounding board that will allow you to express yourself in that moment and what's troubling you without trying to fix anything. Just listening for the most part. Just listen. Sometimes you just need someone to just listen. Someone that's not biased. And someone that is, is very intelligent. You know, because after, you know, you talk and you vent, you, you know, got it all out. You know, we could put rational thought and solution to what absolutely must be addressed, you know, later. But in, if you're just venting to get it all out. And then what is truly needed to be addressed We'll get to that later. We'll get to that at another point. But for right now, I just need you to listen. Or they just need you to listen. That's important. That's a part of this nurturing process. You know, I I remember my wife had encouraged me to read up on Dr. Leo Buscaglia. Uh, I, I believe I'm saying it right. Buscaglia, Buscaglia. You know, it was this was many years ago. And as brilliant as he is, his foundation as a therapeutic measure for all situations and a solution that to this day I truly, I truly believe in. As brilliant as he is. His therapeutic solution is hugging. Yeah, hugging. (laughs) Hugs. Why? Why hugging? Because physical contact can fix just about anything by making you feel worthy of that hug. It sounds silly, but but you got to see what it's like. And you never know who may need that life-changing, life-saving hug. And I say it that way because, and not, not just from, you know, experience, but just from observation. You really never know who may need that life-changing, life-saving hug because in many cases... You don't know who's just about to tip over. A lot of us are hanging on that edge. A lot of us are at the cusp of giving up. A lot of us are hanging in the balance. And I know it it may seem like, oh man, a hug. Yeah, a hug could most definitely change someone's mind. A hug most definitely can alter someone's thought. A hug most definitely can allow someone to embrace what they're going through and be willing to face it. You never know who may need that life-changing, life-saving hug because a lot of people are dealing a lot of hidden traumas. PTSD comes in all forms. So you never know. 
when we're dealing with these types of things, that just may be the trick. As, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something better. I'm going to give you some hug science. How about that? Let me give you some hug science. Let's take a quick break right here. And then when I come back, I'm going to give you some hug science, if that's cool with you. All right? This hashtag DBWT. Don't be wasted talent. The podcast. And we're in the construction zone. D-block. Alright, alright, alright. You gonna learn today. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. We hey, we back from the break. And and like I said, when we come back, we're gonna get into some hug science. And uh <laughs> you gonna learn today. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, hashtag DBWT, don't be wasted talent. Alright? And this is some hug science. And Hugging is heart healthy. Okay. And I'm going to read this to you real quick. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of little different, uh, different topics. Hugging is, is heart healthy. Embracing activates the hormone oxytocin, which makes us feel as warm and fuzzy. In an experiment at the University of North Carolina, participants who didn't have any contact with their partners developed a quickened heart rate of 10 beats per minute compared to the five beats per minute among those who got to hug their partners during the experiment. Interesting. Hugging reduces stress naturally. I I definitely believe that. If you are feeling a bit drained or pressured, find someone you care about and give them an all-enveloping hug. Research has found that embracing reduces the amount of cortisol, the stress hormone, in our bodies, releasing tension and sending calming messages to the brain. I dig that. Okay. Hugging babies help them become well-adjusted adults. All right. Well, that's that's got to be a joke somewhere because it's a lot of you <laughs> that need some, some serious readjusting. But maybe, and maybe that's the issue. Maybe, maybe a lot of folks that are, you know, the pieces of society that we, you know, wish we could get rid of, maybe they just didn't get enough hugs growing up as children, you know. But anyway, hugging babies help them become well-adjusted adults. So touch is critical to infants, especially in their early stages of life as it helps them bond with others as they get older. A study was conducted that compared a group of adopted children whose first years were spent in Romania, uh, in Romanian, Romania and Russian orphanages where they didn't receive physical contact, 
to kids who were raised by an affectionate family, research found that the adopted kids had significantly lower levels of vasopressin, a hormone that plays a role in familial recognition and bonding compared to their peers. Now, that, that vasopressin is very interesting. That is something that we uh, talked about in a, in a program uh, that I'm uh, part of with uh, Nurturing Fathers, with, with some very, some very great guys. And we talked about that and the vaso, vasopressin, right? And it it has a, a specific function Right, as a it's a long-acting, in in endogenous hormone that causes vasoconstriction and reabsorption of water in the renal tubule. In experimental models of cardiac arrest, vasopressin increases blood flow to the heart and brain and improves long-term survival compared with epinephrine that's that's something that is is really really interesting you know just i mean every every little thing that that is a part of our body has some function of its own that is highly important and it's the tiniest thing all right let me let me give you some more hug signs hugging is important for adults Physical touch and hugging can combat feelings of loneliness that arise as people get older. A retirement home in New York conducted a study in which they implemented a program called Embraceable Youth. The idea was to encourage cross-generational contact and touch between residents and staff members in order to improve the residents' well-being. The results were conclusive with residents who were touched or hugged three or more times a day having more energy, feeling less depressed, better able to concentrate, and more restful sleep than their less hugged counterparts. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's really, that's, this is crazy. Hugging can regenerate muscles. An experiment performed on mice found that older mice who were injected with oxytocin regenerated their muscles faster, matching the regeneration rate of younger mice. And as it said earlier, oxytocin, right? Another another hormone that that then we we release because it's it's the the happy you know that happy hormone, right? To give us all the warm fuzzies and you know, makes us feel good, right? So that's crazy. They injected the mice with oxytocin and they were able to regenerate, you know, some some muscle tissue. That's, man, okay. Hugging can make you a more mindful and present person. There is a hugging meditation by Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh. I probably butchered that name which can be used to bring more awareness, presence, and togetherness into people's lives. Being in the present moment has been shown to increase happiness, and this simple meditation is a great way to combine mindfulness with a powerful dose of oxytocin. 
seems like, man, it's all about this oxytocin. You know, man. Hugging can minimize fears. A study on fears and self-esteem looked into the connection between human touch and reducing the fear of mortality. Participants were more likely to have less anxiety towards death when being lightly touched or hugging an an inanimate object like a teddy bear. That is interesting. Okay. Hugging for longer periods of time is better for the body. When people hug for 20 seconds or more, the feel-good hormone oxytocin is released, which creates a stronger bond and connection between the huggers. Oxytocin has been shown to boost the immune system and reduce stress. Boom. There you have it. (laughs) That was some dope information and very simple to understand, right? That is the science of, of hugs and hugging. That's deep. That's deep. And, our, and the, the, the time, I mean, come on. 20 seconds or more? I don't, I don't expect y'all to start, you know, walking around with stopwatches and things like that when y'all giving hugs. But, you know, hey, get your hugs in. Get your hugs in to boost your immune system and reduce stress. All right? Yo. We're going to take another quick break. And I want everyone listening to go get and give a hug right now. You have been commanded. So we're going to take a break. We're going to call this the hug break. We're going to go get some hugs in, get another sip of water, and we're going to come right back. The hashtag DBWT. Don't be wasted talent. The podcast. And you are in the construction zone on D-Block. I was serious about that. I was serious when I commanded everyone that was listening to go get you a hug and give a hug. All right? Serious, you know? Because hashtag DBWT, don't be wasted talent, is about that hug therapy. Believe in it. (laughs) Believe in it wholeheartedly. And even with low self-esteem, sometimes in your weakest moment, you may have more strength than you believe. You are the one that can be a blessing to someone else. You never know when. Even in your weakest moments. In your weakest moments. You have more strength than you can imagine. You may need to be that life-giving light. You may need to be that shoulder for the heavy head the voice that can utter a a much needed prayer that someone is too burdened and too heavy hearted to say hashtag BBWT don't be wasted talent 
operate with faith and believe that your self-esteem won't be a hindrance or a handicap. That starts with self-nurturing. That starts with believing in yourself. That starts with operating in faith. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to try a new project or, or challenge to help foster your success. And the more things you try and new things you learn, doing that will help increase your competence. Don't be afraid to ask for support. And it's okay to seek therapy. It really is. It's okay to seek therapy. Low self-esteem can become too painful and difficult at times to overcome. I speak from experience. And when it becomes that difficult, and when the burden is that heavy, that's when well-trained, well-qualified people are needed. So let me get you to understand that again. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And don't be afraid to try a new project. Because with these new projects, new challenges, new things that you're learning, new things that you're doing, they help foster your success. All right? Look, I know we just came back off of break, but actually, if you don't mind, because, you know, we... We... we, we done enough right here I believe got some tips on self nurturing got into some hug science and I don't want to you know let's put a pin in this episode and come back for another no need to have these forever long episodes and and I don't want to oppress your time we'll save some for later alright I hope I've given you enough meat to chew on I believe I have and if not, like I said, we're going to save something later. This is hashtag DBWT. Don't be wasting talent, the podcast. And you're in the construction zone. And we're working on D Block. Thank you for tuning in. Set your alerts and notifications. And be on the lookout for more episodes in this series Developing and Building a Stronger, Healthier, Happier Self Esteem. Peace and blessings of love, light, and prosperity.